Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. So over the years, I've heard some crazy ass shit about pregnancy and myths about pregnancy and conception. I was like, let me do an episode just talking about some of the crazy things that I have heard. So usually we're talking about sex, sex for pleasure, but there's also sex for conception, which I feel like has unfortunately split into two different types of sex almost in our culture. I feel like it used to be you would feel pleasure and intimacy with your partner and procreation would naturally happen. And I feel like that's the case in some of the situations, people just doing it just to get pregnant. And I feel like when you're you're trying to do that and you take away the intimacy, you take away the pleasure, then your body is obviously going to reject it and people will struggle to get pregnant. And then their sex just becomes this stagnant, like, oh, yep, it's time to have sex. Like we got to make a baby. And it takes away the intimacy and the pleasure out of it. And those are the things that relax us, that releases those endorphins and that dopamine and that relieves the stress and helps us to then conceive. So I don't know. I want to talk a little bit about a few things around it. So these are true stories that I'm going to talk about. Um, the first one, which I'm when I talk about these, like you're going to giggle a little bit. But I also just want to like throw out a little disclaimer before I talk about these that I'm not shaming anybody who who is uneducated and who didn't know because most of us were not educated on this. At some point or another, we had to get our education about this. I'm not shaming by any means, but I have heard some crazy stuff. And to some people, you might listen to this and think, oh, I've heard that too. Or, oh, I always wondered about that. And that's okay. I think that's why it's important that we actually do talk about this. Sex is something that everyone does and nobody is talking about it. And that's why I think it's important that we here on the Unchained Sex Cast talk about it. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about the shit that everybody's doing that nobody's talking about. So all of these myths and ideas that have circulated around that have never really had clarification on are probably a few that I'm going to mention today. But these, I have four listed on my notes that are real true life stories of things that people have said to me about pregnancy, whether it be in a client session or somebody I met at some point in time. At some point in my life, somebody has said these things to me. Sitting upside down will help you get pregnant. No. The answer is no. Um, So someone once asked me um, if sitting upside down after their partner came in them would help them get pregnant because they're holding their cum in their body. The answer to this is no. This other one I noted kind of, I feel like, plays off the first one. And that was, um, I actually had somebody tell me that they believed that 
going upside down helps you conceive a boy. No. <laughs> in semen, the on a cellular level, the sperm are either a X chromosome or a Y chromosome. And when the semen enters the vagina and makes its way up into the cervix and towards the egg, whatever sperm penetrates the egg first would then determine the sex of the fetus. So it doesn't matter which way you shoot that cum in. <laughs> it's n that's not going to determine the sex. <laughs> it doesn't matter which way you shoot the cum in unless it's in her mouth or asshole. Um, that obviously is not going to help you conceive. But um, it doesn't matter which way you insert the the semen, that will not determine gender. Although it's really funny to hear the things that people have made up and like, I feel like upside down helps you conceive a boy. I, I definitely feel like I've heard that multiple times actually. It's, I remember one person specifically talking to me about it, but oh my gosh, I cannot, there's probably been at least a half a dozen times where I've heard people talking about that. And it, I feel like maybe my grandparents or like a great aunt or something maybe might have even been one of them. Like, that's like an old wives tale. Hold, oh, hold yourself upside down. That'll help you conceive a boy. Oh, this other one is holding the cum in your vagina helps you to conceive. Oh my gosh. Again, like that semen if it's at the base of your vagina when it's shot, it's going to have to travel all the way up your vagina, up into your cervix. Chances are by the time it would get up there, I mean, your, your chances are going to be definitely likely, less likely. So just holding cum at the base of your vagina isn't going to really help you to conceive. <laughs> I feel like some of these, though, are, are pretty valid questions. I mean, if you never have been told or you've never had a, a little bit more of a anatomy or understanding of the reproductive cycle, then they're valid questions. So I think it's good that we're talking about this just to see. I'm, I'm curious to see what other questions come up from you guys. Every time I do an episode, I'll get some talk about it. And then sometimes I'll get random messages about an episode launched like a month ago or two months ago of somebody catching up and they're like, Sierra, I need to talk to you about this. So I'm curious to see what comes up about this episode. If you guys have heard some of these myths and these myths around conceiving or if there's something else that you were told or that you've heard that was like, that's fucking crazy. Like, we want to know about it. So message in and let me know if you listen to this and you're like, oh, Sierra, I have to tell you about this. Let me know. It is kind of a reminder of just our sex education system is a fucking fail. It is a fucking fail. Basic anatomy is not taught. Women do not know the power that their bodies hold through conceiving and owning their pussies. And we're taught to be ashamed of our bodies. We're taught that our bodies are gross. We're taught to fear. We're taught that bleeding is gross. We're disconnected. We're disassociated with our bodies. So the last one that the last one that I had made note of was birth control won't affect your ability to get pregnant. And that is so, so, so fucking false. And I want to talk about this one a little bit more than the others because Almost over half of the people listening to this podcast were probably on birth control, are on birth control, or considering birth control at some point in their life. 
And I'm not here to tell you what decision you should make. I want to give, I want to definitely put that out there. You guys know I'm more about empowering you to find your own decision. And I respect anyone's decision. They have to make the choice that is best for their life. And you are the only person that lives your life. So whenever I talk about birth control, I'm going to give some hard truths to it. And I just want you to be educated. I want you to be in the know, but I also want to empower you to make your own choice. At any point you're ever listening to the podcast, that is my hope for you. I want you to be empowered to be able to make your own choices. I know that there's going to be a lot of shit that I talk about that you guys are probably like, hell no, Sierra. And I know a lot of you are fucking freaks (laughs) and you're like, everything's a hell yes. I know that. But, um, I want you to just be empowered to make your own choice. And I, I think that that's something that we take for granted. And that is the freedom of being able to have choices. Something I learned in business really early on, and that was not about building wealth or about, you know, building a really successful business or building a brand or anything like that, but that was building myself into a position of choices. And am I in a position in my personal life, in my professional life, in my relationship where I have choices? I think we take that for granted. But whenever you're building a business and you're you're putting yourself in healthy habits and you're setting yourself up for success, you're going to put yourself in a place where you have choices the choice to market with who and what you want. You're going to have the choice to work on your own schedule. You know, you're, you're putting yourself in that place and it's the same way in your personal life and in your sex life and your personal life. It's all the same. Knowledge is definitely always power, but also knowing that you have options and you know that you are never entitled to be the person that you were five minutes ago. That's one of my favorite quotes. You have probably heard me say it a few times. If you're a frequent listener, then you've probably heard me say this a few times, but you are not entitled to be the person that you were five minutes ago. So if something ever just hits you and resonates, then stick with what's yours and toss away what's not yours. You have choices and choices equal freedom. Choices equal options. So I think birth control definitely can have its positives, but just the fact that birth control won't affect your ability to get pregnant, that is false. Birth control can affect your ability to get pregnant. In fact, just using oral contraceptives or oral medication can sometimes take up to two years to get out of your system. Birth control 100% can affect your ability to get pregnant. And there are waivers that women have to sign whenever you take birth control. And if you feel like you have never been shown these waivers, then the next time you go to your doctor and they're talking to you about birth control, just ask for information on the birth control that they're wanting to prescribe you or the medication that you are going to get. And then whenever you get it from the pharmacy, you'll also receive several different pieces of documentation on the medication that you are going to take. I know a lot of this is just like really mundane and you've seen it a million times. And so sometimes we just bypass it and 
We just do with what's easy. And this is what my doctor suggested. So surely that's what I should go with. But I'm just here to remind you that you are always in control. As a nurse, I have always empowered people to be their own advocate and be in charge of their own decisions. And if you feel like you are not getting good vibes with the doctor or you're not getting an answer or you're not feel like you're being listened to or appreciated or heard, then you have the choice to leave that doctor and go see a different provider. Go get a second opinion. You can always fire your doctors and hire a new one. I'm not going to go on a huge birth control rant. Like I said, you always have to make the decision that's best for you. And if taking birth control right now is its best option for you, then I empower you to make that choice. But for the facts, definitely look into what you are putting in your beautiful, gorgeous body and know any and all risks. You know, everything has risks, right? Like everything has risks. <laughs> you say, Sierra, you shouldn't eat that food because you should. You could get cancer. Sierra, you shouldn't drive in a car because there's a chance you could be in a car accident. Like everything in life has risks, y'all. It doesn't matter which way you want to roll the dice. Everything we do has risks. So you have to make the best choice for you. There is a lot of myths out there about conceiving and about pregnancy. And I'm definitely here to help support you. I'm not a pregnancy coach or a doula or anything like that, but I can definitely offer support. And I have several resources. I have several doula friends, several nursing friends, def definitely several resources for support for either if you are needing that and you're listening to that. But I just really wanted to do an episode to talk about some of the most outrageous things that I have heard around pregnancy. And again, this is just showing the gap of our sexual education system. You know, the fact that we're not even taught about basic conception and the reproductive system and that it's just such a rush through area of our education. And it's, it's like Swiss cheese, you know, like we never know what school system is going to decide what they want to teach. And if you've got a more shy teacher, well, guess what? Maybe you didn't receive hardly anything at all. Or maybe you had parents that were really closed off to the topics and you have no idea what you're doing. You know, some of the things that I mentioned today, I feel like some of the more milder things, like I remember, so the other day I was, I can't remember who I was talking to, but so I was reminded of a time where I had had a female client who actually didn't realize that she had had three openings in her body or three openings in her genitals, should I say. So this happened quite a long time ago. And I had talked to several people about it throughout the years and the responses were actually definitely surprising. So she didn't know that she had three holes. Like she had no idea. Like you have your urethra, you have your vaginal opening and you have your anus, like three holes. And that's when I found out that there are women out there that believe they pee out their vaginas. So one of the things that pushed me and, you know, empowered me to just to pursue this field, just women who didn't know their own basic anatomy, women who weren't even taught their own anatomy. Like to me, that just showed how far back our culture really is. You know, we think we're projecting forward in all these areas, but there are women who don't even know their own basic anatomy. Women, like full-grown women, full-grown adults who didn't know their own basic anatomy. So this came up definitely multiple times throughout the years after I had met this person. I had actually, I was met with interesting responses. I was met with responses of, oh yeah, I thought I was the same way for a really long time. And I learned it when I was this age. 
And I met people who were shocked, like, oh my gosh, how, what do you mean? How do you, what do you mean? You, she didn't know she had three holes, Sierra. Like, what? How do you not know? And so it was interesting to see the responses over the years on that one. I think now, like, it's, it's just a reminder that our education in this area is not a non-existent. And also, I feel like it does have a lot to do with, with your childhood and your influence whenever you were younger. You know, did you have somebody or an adult that was around you that you were safe with to have those conversations about your body and ask the questions about you know, growing up and the things and the changes, you know, did you have somebody safe around you to talk to? Because for everybody, I feel like it's different. A lot of people would say it would be their mom. Um, a lot of people would say it would be like a grandparent. For me, it was, it would be my grandma. You know, I was closer with my grandma than I was with anyone. So for everybody, I feel like it could be a little different, but if you don't have that influence at all, or maybe that influence was an influence that was based around shame or an influence that was based around a lack of education. Because let's be real, if we're going back to the generations that I'm talking about, I'm talking about like coming out of the Great Depression era, I would say that older adult grandparent age, that was definitely in a time and in an era where there was definitely a lack of education. And just seeing how much we've grown in the past 100 years in our education around science and anatomy and the body and everything that has been introduced you know, psych meds weren't introduced until like the 70s. I think lithium was in the 70s whenever it was first used as a psychotropic drug. That's only been 50 years. This is an area I just hope to bring more awareness to that we still have a lot of people out there who are not educated on just basic anatomy around conception and pregnancy. You know, I'm not even getting into pregnancy. I'm just talking about the fun part, y'all, like the conceiving part. Hello, duh. We're talking about the fun part. There's no shame in where you are. There's no shame in being <laughs> wherever you are. You know, we're all on different journeys at different times, but I hope this episode made you laugh a little bit. I know some of the stuff I can barely choke out because I'm just like, oh my God. Our sex education system is a fucking fail. And I hope you guys will stand with me on this one because it's a fucking joke. And I know that if you're listening to this, like I just know if you're listening to this, I hold responsibility in you that you will help spread correct sexual health. You're, it is your responsibility, if you listen to me, to now then spread sexual health information. And when somebody in the office pipes up with something really dumb, I'm holding it on you to then correct them and let them know, actually, you know what? I heard an, from a pretty reliable source that this is what it is. Or you just tell them, uh, no, this is what's up, sister. <laughs> Oh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for catching another episode. We've got some great episodes coming up in the new year. I just want to say hitting our 50th episode was super, super exciting from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for sharing this episode and thank you for sharing this podcast. I saw my reports this past week. How much this podcast has been shared just in the past month has been insane. Over 4,000 shares again. So I just want to say thank you so much for that. I appreciate you and much for listening to the Unchained Sexcast. 
For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.